Nothing But The Words, episode number 112, The Secret to Writing Your Book This Year. What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it, too, with the right coach on your side. Now, here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week, this very beginning of 2023, and the start to your new year are both going very, very well. And of course, I hope your writing is going well. Now, as we approach 2023, you probably see the same advice that I see online. It's the same advice we see year after year. Different coaches offer their unique takes on how you can reflect on last year and set goals, not resolutions, heaven forbid, for the next year. I also see people who claim that New Year's is just like any other day and it should be treated as such. I actually saw someone I fo- someone I follow who said that the that New Year's Day is just a BS made up holiday. And I was like, well, every holiday is made up, friend. But it's okay. Everybody has their own take on it. For me, New Year's Day has quietly become my favorite holiday. Don't get me wrong. I still enjoy Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter. If you give me the chance, I will celebrate Juneteenth, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all the days. Any excuse to take some time to slow down, be with family and friends and have a good time. But in my life, there's a sacred silence and a slowness to the week between Christmas and New Year's Day. And it all kind of culminates for me on January 1st. So this has slowly become the holiest time of year for me, a time for reflection and space, and also a time to create a clean slate in any area of my life. Yes, I know you can do that anytime. (laughs) But for me, the calendar and what we have going on at this time of year makes it much more organic and easier to do it at this time of year. However you view the the new year, I want to suggest it is not a time to beat yourself up for the goals you failed, quote unquote, to achieve in 2022. Maybe you promised yourself you would write your book last year and you've made that promise many times before. You might've gotten started and ran out of steam, kind of got stuck in the middle, which is not unusual, or you might not have ever even written a word. (laughs) It really doesn't matter. By the time you hear this, last year will be over. It will no longer exist for any of us except as a memory. And if you had the capacity to write your book last year, you would have done it. If you had enough time, enough knowledge, or enough courage, if you had enough information, support, or accountability, if you had enough focus or self-belief, you would have written your book. It's all good. There's nothing to beat yourself up about. Based on what you thought and what you believed and even what you consumed, you did what you could do last year. If that means you didn't write your book, don't apply moral judgment to that. It's simply a fact. If you didn't write a book in 2022, the good news is that the year that lies ahead of you is still yours for the taking. One day, one week, one month, one page at a time. This can be the year you write your book. It really can So I know it's easy for me to say, right? I've written lots of books. So I'm telling you who haven't written one yet, or maybe you've written one, but you've not written the one you really want to write. 
that it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but I am saying that it's possible. And I'm going to give you a four-step secret to make becoming an author your reality if it's what you really want. So step one is the easiest part. Simply make a list of the actions you need to take to write your book. If you're not sure what those are, go back to the first 10 or so episodes of this podcast. I break them down pretty clearly for you. But for instance, your list might include choose one book idea. (laughs) You got lots of book ideas, put most of them on hold and just choose one. Validate my book idea. Get to know my one perfect reader and what they want. Outline my book. Schedule my writing time and maybe even hire or work with a book coach. Very straightforward, whatever those actions are for you. And don't worry, you don't have to get everything. You can always add to this list later. Step two is also pretty straightforward. Schedule those actions, every single one of them. Do not, I beg you, simply create another to-do list. Instead, put each action on your calendar, not as a random like event that you kind of overlook, but block that time. Set a reminder and treat those appointments with your book just the way you would treat an appointment with your coach or your client or your doctor or your boss. The third step is where the magic begins to happen, friend. Step three is to make a list of the thoughts you will need to believe in order to finally write that book you've dreamed of writing in 2023. So in her book, Artpreneur, my coaching client, Miriam Shulman, talks a lot about how artists need to have belief in themselves belief in their art, and belief in their customers. She calls this the belief triad for selling art. I highly recommend her book to anyone who does creative work and to anyone who is selling anything at all, honestly. For you as an author and author in the making, you need to develop belief in yourself as an author, belief in your book as both an idea and a product, and belief in the readers who are ready and waiting to hear from you. So make a list of everything you'd have to believe about those three areas in order to achieve your goal of becoming a successful author. Everything that would have to be true for you. Don't filter yourself. Just get those beliefs down on paper. What do you need to believe about yourself as a writer, an author, a storyteller, an expert, a voice worth hearing? What do you need to believe about your book idea and the unique value of your book? What do you need to believe about your future readers? And finally, step four is to practice those beliefs. Now, the trick here is to start at a level where you can really integrate the belief you're practicing, which means you can believe that it's true, right? You might not believe it all the time. You might sometimes still have doubts, but it doesn't seem impossible to you. So if, for instance, you want to believe that you're a fantastic writer, but you don't believe that, then level that belief down to something you can actually believe right now. You might practice believing instead, I'm developing my writing skills or I'm learning to write better, or even it's possible that I can become a stronger writer. Instead of trying to convince yourself that you love writing when you really don't at this moment, (laughs) you might start practicing a belief that it's possible I can start to enjoy writing, or I'm learning to find the parts of writing I enjoy. Don't try to take giant leaps in your beliefs unless you actually really can believe that next level. Studies have shown that practicing affirmations that feel impossible to you can actually do more harm than good. So you're better off baby stepping your way to your desired belief. So I used to get so frustrated when one of my coaches would say, practice believing. I'm like, how the heck do you practice believing something if you don't believe it? Well, lots of ways, Candace. So here are a few of the ways that I practice believing new beliefs. I have post-it notes with the beliefs I'm practicing on my desk and on my whiteboard. 
I have, um, a, I used to use an app on Android called My Affirmations on Apple. Since I switched to iPhone under the pressure from my daughters, um, I use an app called, I believe it's called I Am. Any affirmation app that you can customize the affirmations will work. So you just program in the beliefs you want to believe. And throughout the day, one new belief at a time will pop up at, on your phone for you to read it and integrate it. I suggest reading it out loud. I also use a practice I learned from my client, Patrice Washington. She's the author of Redefine Wealth for Yourself, which is to pick one belief that you really want to integrate and write it 10 or 20 times in the morning. So I'm drilling it into my mind, sometimes 10 or 20 times again before I go to bed, especially if it's something that's brand new that I'm working on. I also speak my beliefs out loud when my unsupportive thoughts come up in my mind. So if I think, hey, Candace, you're really not doing great at X, Y, Z, I'll respond with the new belief that I'm practicing. And I usually say it out loud and I may look a little crazy, but like many of you, I work alone from home and so it's fine and it works for me. And I journal about my beliefs and the actions they inspire me to take. As you integrate a belief at one level, move up to the next level, right? Once you've got the hang of one and it feels real true to you, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you're still going to have doubts. As it feels true to you and believable, you can up level to the next belief. Once you believe I can develop my writing skills and get better at writing, for example, you might practice believing my writing is getting better and better as I write my book. Find the thoughts that work for you and resonate with you as possible. So those beliefs will propel you to take the actions that you listed in your very first step in this process. Those are the four steps, friends. Step one, make a list of the actions you need to take to write your book. Step two, put those actions on your calendar. Step three, make a list of the beliefs you need to hold in order to write your book this year. And step four, practice those beliefs. That is the secret formula. And it doesn't work without that element of belief. You have to have the belief to support the action. I guess you could do it without the belief, but it just makes it a much less pleasant, more difficult task than if you bring the beliefs along for the ride. Now, I believe without a doubt that you listening to this podcast and anyone who has a desire to write a well-written, meaningful book, whatever that means to you, can absolutely do that. If you need support in writing your book, I invite you to join me and my incredible community of authors and Authors Ignited, where you'll get support, accountability, and compassionate feedback from me. As I record this, doors is still open at the 2022 price. And for anyone who joins before January 12th, 2023, I'll be offering a special bonus of a one-on-one coaching session with me. Now, my one-on-one coaching costs about seven times more than membership in Authors Ignited, but with this bonus, you will get my attention to really dive into your book idea wherever you are in the process. So we'll have a coaching session together, just you and me. Check it out at authorsignited.com. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. The first episode of Nothing But The Words for 2023, a brand new year. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Are you looking for more inspiration or just something to light that fire within you to finally write your book? Get my free quick guide and video, Jumpstart Your Book. This guide will walk you step-by-step through the process to start writing a book that can help you achieve your goals. Grab Jumpstart Your Book and watch the video at candiceldavis.com slash jumpstart. It's free. It's free.